0: Rainbow Soul, check out the Rainbow Soul merchandise for your favorite new shirt. A variety of colors and styles to suit your taste. Show off your love for Rainbow Soul. Get cool designs with your favorite quotes. Designs come in a variety of colors so that you can express your most authentic self. Support Rainbow Soul in spreading the word that queer, gender variant, intersex, transgender is sacred. Rainbow Soul. Putting the soul back into queer. Order your unique, Rainbow Soul Merchandise at Rainbowsoul.show.
1: Welcome to Rainbow Soul, an explorative discussion about spirituality beyond mainstream religions. Hollis Taylor, author, psychic, astrologer, and alchemical mage, brings their non-binary perspective together with fellow drag king and trans man, LaCrosse Ortiz, a Jewish Taino with spiritual background of exploration that has led him to an atheist perspective. Join these guys as they explore deep and difficult topics, all related to spirituality, offering a queer perspective and exploration of interesting topics. And engaging guests to help explore conversations for the Rainbow Soul.
0: Hi, welcome everyone. Howdy. I'm so glad you're tuning in to Rainbow Soul. We're so glad you're here. Welcome. And I wanted to say that, first of all, it is unfortunate that Orion is sick. He was just able to message me. It sounds like he's nauseous and stuff. I'm sure he'll be okay. But he is sick. And um, we'd rather have him Send when he's him. in his best and not when he's in sick. And I know all of you would agree. So, um, so he is not going to be able to make it tonight. But welcome, hi from Transylvania, wow, welcome, it's good to see you again, my friend, Um, we are going to reschedule with Orion, so be looking probably in March or April, okay, Um, we're still scheduling for March and April, so I'm sure he'll feel better, and maybe one of those Sundays will work for him, and thanks for saying something, Coyote, Um, Coyote on YouTube, thanks for saying something. I'm sure if you sent him some love and light, he would really appreciate mm-hmm. that. Thank you, Eve. I know that he would appreciate that. Thank you. So, Brighthawk <laughs> and I—well, we're we really love
1: Orion. We're good deeply, friends. Deeply, deeply. One of my friends. favorite people on the planet.
0: Yeah, and we absolutely love and adore him. So I, of course, I invited Hawk to be on the show because uh, lacrosse. Um, Unfortunately, lacrosse is doing a fundraiser. I mean, fortunately, he's doing it. He's a drag king, and he's off doing a fundraiser tonight, so he wasn't able to make it. Um, And so I'm glad all of you have made it. And so... Uh, thank goodness I usually have a backup plan just in case something like this happens. <laughs> so um, I'm glad that Bright- Bright Hawk and I were able to, first of all, hone in on what's going on right now in the world. And so um, not to be ignored is uh, our big uh, political problem in Europe with the Ukraine and Russia. And you know what's interesting is just today I was looking at statistics for Rainbow Soul and there are actually eight listeners. Wow, to Rainbow Soul in Russia. <laughs> eight listeners, eight Blessings queer people <laughs> are listening to Rainbow Soul in Russia, and that is profound for a couple of reasons. Because I went and looked it up. Well, what's Russia like for LGBTQIA people? Mm. They've canceled their pride since like 2007 or something. They do not, Russians are not allowed to have pride. Um, Of course, there are LGBTQIA people there because we are everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And um, unfortunately, they are not treated fairly there in Russia. So in case you didn't know, um, they, um, they, they have some rights, but not really a whole lot of rights. And um, in the Ukraine, um, they're actually kind of right behind the United States. They haven't quite legalized marriage yet, but they definitely do have a pride and they have activists and people leading the way. And so that's great to know. Right. Yeah. And so I'd like to just do a shout out to the people in Russia. And if there anyone pops up in the Ukraine listening, I doubt you would be listening to this. But it could be possible. Um, And, uh, you know, I just want to send, we want to send you love and peace. We want to send, we want to send peace to where you are right now. May all people everywhere be safe. That covers it. (laughs) That pretty much covers it. Eve, thank you. They, she, Eve, Eve said, they said, Wow, that is awesome. Great they are able to have Rainbow Soul as a resource. Yeah, good job. Neil. I agree, Eve. I mean, there's people all over the world that listen, but it just stuck out to me today. You know, um, there's the, many European countries uh, have are, you know, fine with it. And I just thought it was interesting that there was a few Russians listening. Um, so in that energy I think we could pray for a little bit of world peace, Brayhawk. what do you think?
1: I think praying is one of the best things we can do. Because I think when the world feels scary and unsafe and it's hard to get your grounding, the one thing we can do is take care of ourselves, take care of our little bubble, take care of our unique piece of the world. And send love and prayers out and know that that actually does make a difference. I was really looking forward to, it seems like whenever we're with Orion, we're praying for the world. We're acknowledging our connection, our unity, our oneness with the stars, our uh, complete and utter nonsense that we have so much division and boundaries and separation that is constantly driving us uh, into really unfortunate situations so since this is a pretty potent time what do you say i have a little instrument to share with us (laughs) god (laughs) keep the armchair out of the way this is if you've never seen it it's called a hand pan it's a steel hand pan this one is um was made in switzerland it's a first gen pan art And, um, yeah, so. Now, I like to play a little game called the World Peace Game. And at this time, this feels like a really good time to play the World Peace Game. You want to play the World Peace Game with me? Yeah, okay. So, here we go. Now, the way this works is that you're the center of your world, Like I'm the center of mind And when each one of us sends love out into our world Well guess what my friends We make world peace a reality So let's make some world peace together And know that when we do it together It is amplified even more You are more powerful than you realize May all beings know peace May all beings know love May all beings know peace, may all beings know love, healthiness and joy, compassion and love, healthiness and joy, compassion and love, all together now, love, love, love. Love, 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 it's what we've got for each other. Love, 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 all around the world. Love, love, love. We each have our own world, our own bubble. We each have our own world, and we can make... World peace together by sending out our love, 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 just send out your love to your world, to your world, all together. Now, here we go, love, 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 to all around the world. Love, 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 to anyone in need of love, love, love. We each have our own world, our own bubble. We each have our own world, our own bubble. My bubble, my bubble, my bubble. (laughs) It's filled with love and light. Your bubble, your bubble, your bubble, it's filled with love and light. Our bubble, our bubble, our bubble, it's filled with love and light. It's filled with love and light. All together now. Love, love, love. Love, love, love. Feel my love, love, love. Love, love, love. Now, I get it. The world isn't always a happy place. And sometimes it's pretty tough. And so I have to tell you, the lyrics for the song Well, they're not just lyrics. They came out of hard-won experience. I was recovering from cancer. I was in the hospital. It was 2006 and uh, 2009, actually. And I was told in no uncertain terms by my doctor, you need to go walk the hallway. And I've got an abdomen full of staples And uh, that kind of seemed like a pretty tall order at the moment. It kind of felt like somebody saying, you know, go play in traffic. And so I thought, I've got to do this. How am I going to get through this moment? Because this was a really busy teaching hospital. The hallways were not quiet. They were very busy. And so I sat myself down on the edge of my bed and I thought, okay. My bubble, my bubble, my bubble, my bubble, my bubble, my bubble. And I got up and I took my little ivy tree and I started scooching it down the hallway and I just would breathe to myself. My bubble, my bubble, my bubble, it's filled with love and light. My bubble, my bubble, my bubble, it's filled with love and light. It's filled with love and light. And I scooched my little self all the way down the hall to the big window, was able to look out and get myself all the way back, just whispering to myself, my bubble, my bubble, my bubble, my bubble, my bubble, my bubble, It's filled with love and light. It's filled with love and light. And in that way, my friends, I give this gift to you that if you're ever struggling, just remember we're all having our own experience. We're all in the center of our own world and our own bubble. And if you can take a moment of conscious breath and intention and fill your bubble with love and light, well, just about anything can happen. Blessings to all beings. May all beings know peace. Blessings to all beings. May all beings know love, healthiness and joy, healthiness and joy, compassion and love, compassion and love. All together now, love, 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 to everyone in Ukraine, love, 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 all around the world, love, love. It really makes a difference, love, love, love. We each have our own world, our own bubble. We each have our own world. And we can make world peace together by sending out our love, love. Send out your love to your world, to your world. All together now, here we go. Love, 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 love. What we have for each other. Love, love, love. I hope you feel our love. Love, love. May peace prevail, love, 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 all around the world, love, love, love.
0: no that's so sweet so to- totally appreciate that bright hawk thank you mm. just to send out all that love just a good place to start especially since i agree with you sandy i thought about orion too healing thoughts and energy sent to orion Absolutely. hopefully he'll feel better um his husband was in here a little bit ago Aww. and said that he was nauseous so maybe he's still watching i don't know but there's some good energy for Orion, he'll get yeah, it either way. Yes, for uh, sure. Sandy's Thanks applauding. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so it's very sweet of her. Um, and so one of the things that Bright hawk and I um have been talking about is um astrology. And in fact, the two of us, we kind of like learning it together and studying it and talking about it together. And I don't know how many of you out there are deeply into astrology, but we are aware of like where the planets are most of the time. Um, And so like right now we have a party (laughs) going on in Capricorn, Aquarius and Pisces. And that's all kind of in the same area, frankly, as a chart. And it's, it's, it's a bit of a party and kind of intensifies, intensifies things because there's Pluto, uh, there's planets involved like Jupiter and Pluto. Um, and so like Pluto is this, um, so the interesting thing is first of all, um, on February, well, it's debatable about what date, okay, somewhere between February 20th and some other time later in the week, like the 25th, was the United States Pluto returns. So I just want to mention that um that when this began with the Ukraine, it aligned with Pluto. And several astrologers, in fact, I think Ann Ortley herself, right? Yes. Anne yeah. Ortley, uh, if you look her up, she's a famous astrologer. Maybe someday we'll have her own rainbow soul. Um, but first she has to stop misgendering Mercury. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, she misgenders Mercury. Uh, Mercury is clearly a day. Um, and so anyway, so Pluto kind of expands things. It's kind of big, right? It's kind of it's kind of huge. And it also tends to bring apart like some rebirth energy and uh, revolutionary energy. And with Uranus, also aligning with pluto doing what i call a dance which usually means that they kind of square each other and over several days or something like you know
1: well i think of pluto i think of death and rebirth i think of transformation i think of uh revolution because it it tends to have that kind of energy and uh you know we're seeing the beginnings of war again And that was one of the things that Anne was talking about. Uh, There's, you know, some pretty contentious energy. But the other thing that's going on right now is for the first time since November, I think, Venus this week is going direct, leaving the shadow period. All the major big planets are all moving in a very um, forward motion. There's no more retrogrades. And so... You know, if you feel like there's more energy, it's because there is. And if it feels like there's energy about wondering about the future, about dreams, about making plans and potential, this is what we do in the spring. This is what we do at bulk, right? We plan about planting, right? And um, this is a great time for that, to be evaluating what, what you're You know the Neptunian energy in Pisces is very dreamy. It's very, um, what do I really want? What do I really think? Uh, You know, what do I
0: want to do this summer?
1: (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people have figured out what they don't want, right? The Great Resignation, and now people are starting to look at, well, what do I, what do I want? And that's a huge part of right of of finding your way in the world, right? As we eliminate some of what we don't want, and I don't want that, I don't want that. Oh, maybe I do want a little of that, you know, and and this is a great time for starting to to vision about what your dreams are what do you really want to commit to what's what's really important what are your real values you know the um the capricornian energy um the versus aquarius versus pisces that we could talk about that for just a second right because you have earth you have water and and aquarius is air
0: Aquarius is air.
1: It's the water bearer, but it's really air. It always messes me up. Mm -hmm. And so those are all, those are very different energies just right there in those principles, you know, Aquarius is more about community and about what's the, for the greatest good of all. Whereas Capricorn can be kind of what's good for me, (laughs) you know, and Pisces is, is we're all one. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a totally different fluid energy. And so, you know that when you have such amplification in those three signs all at the same time it's it's good to check out where your placements are in those signs and and um and look at you know how to how to ride it so to speak
0: yeah and so that's one of the things that astrologers kind of do um is that we kind of look and see how things are aspecting for you in your natal chart mm-hmm. that's how that's one of the ways we can say hmm you might experience some turmoil in the next (laughs) month or whatever um and it will just depend on how things are aligning and that's what um alignments are so i just want to talk about that for a minute because i noticed today um somebody was actually they were actually looking at um what's his name the the guy that started this insanity i hate it i don't i don't want to hate i don't want to hate him I dislike him so much. His name doesn't (laughs) exist in my brain. I think it went poof. Thanks, lacrosse. So anyway, so Putin, if you look at his, if you look at his chart, you know, there are certain things, but if you don't have any reference to house and aspect, you lose some of the, just because your Venus is in Leo, for instance. Yeah, that means some things, but we need to know what house it's in and what it's aspecting. Um, and so when you look at a full chart, then that gives you a fuller picture. And let me just say, it's very rare to see the same. I've never seen two exactly the same charts. Oh, like no. every person I've ever done a read an astrology reading for has always had a completely different thing. They might have something in common uh, with somebody else, like me and you both have Neptune in the second house, um, but mine's in Sag and yours is in a different sign. So, um, and there's that kind of thing, but the aspects, and that's why it's important to like really learn and unfold astrology. And that's why you can print your chart and you can learn, you can learn astrology. I promise you can learn astrology. It's not that hard. There's lots of different places to do so. Um, and you can learn how these planets will affect you. Cause like right now the sun is in Pisces, which makes us, um, are actually clear sight, not be as clear. It's actually probably a little bit more emotional and spiritual, um, right now. And when you think about that right before spring happens, most of the time, every year around this time, you might start feeling a certain way. That's a cycle for you. You could be like, gosh, every time the sun moves into Pisces, I start to feel more spiritual. I start to feel like I want to do my altar and clean my altar or make it up or something like that. And so if you start noticing cycles like that in yourself, try to put them in a notebook and start paying attention. And you might, you can really help yourself. Oh, I'm, I really good, get good at focusing focusing on my business in the spring. Um, and, you know, you might, you might jot that down. Um, because the sun in Pisces will affect all of us. I think right now, of course. And then the other thing that you can pay
1: attention to is where's the moon. Mm, that's the easiest way to. And we're all affected by the moon, right? We're all made of water, and we all literally feel the tide go in and out, whether we realize it or not, with the moon.
0: Right, and so the moon is we in a new Aquarius moon this right week.
1: now. Yeah, we have a we have a new moon. That's going to happen on, uh, I think, Tuesday into Wednesday, depending on where you are on the planet, I believe. And uh, yeah, in Aquarius, I believe. Yeah. So.
0: Mm-hmm. And the thing about the moon is that it moves pretty quick, right? You know, like it moves in and out of signs pretty quickly around the zodiac. I think it's the fastest. Mm-hmm. Um, Every few days. Mm-hmm. Every few days it goes to a different sign. And so, you know, you can find out how the moon affects you and most of the time the moon affects your emotions how you're emotionally seeing things right
1: Right. yeah absolutely colors the
0: lens you're seeing out of that day for sure um let's see eve said i seem to i seem to return to the same expressive apps what do you mean um eve like like things that you get to express yourself or are you drawn to other people's expressions? I'd love to hear more about that. Um, Thank you, Sandy, about saying you get confused about Aquarius. Too. <laughs> so Sandy Griffith said that's confused me too about Aquarius. For the longest time, I thought it was a water sign. I 100%. thought it was a water sign. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Well, Sandy, and that explains why you're here. So Aquarians typically think out of the box Right. And they typically um are a little bit more progressive, usually because they want all people to be treated equally so um they 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 have a big thing about equality,
1: yeah, they're good mm-hmm. humanitarians and environmentalists and
0: um and
1: community builders and makers.
0: Mm-hmm. and you know oftentimes Libras are too, but interestingly um putin. Is a uh, is a Libra, and I looked at his chart a little oh, bit yeah. deeper. But and what I, noticed, I I thought
1: it was confusing at first. I was like, it really? is
0: a little confusing. <laughs> but when you look at his chart, you realize that the Sun is in the twelfth house, mm. and the twelfth house is full of uh, it, it tends to be mysterious. So he may not even understand that about himself. Mm. Of that, he likes fairness and he may not even be aware that he prefers to avoid conflict in fact wow. i would say that he's probably recover or suffering from trauma so like that's one of the things that we can also talk about around our astrology is that trauma tends to keep you from expressing yourself authentically. Okay. Mm. So you don't get to be yourself. Right. And so if you're suffering from trauma, if you know that's one of the ways that I took a look at my own trauma was I started to learn my astrology chart. Oh, it's, and that's how astrology can help you heal. So profound. I, I
1: wish that everybody got exposed to astrology at an early young age because it sort of helps you understand your wiring. This is how you work. This is how you work. Other people are going to work other ways. And I feel like when I got into the corporate world, they were really hungry to grab hold of um, the Myers-Briggs personality test, right? Because it gave people a language of understanding Well, some people are introverts and some people are extroverts. Some people are intuitive. Other people are, you know, that whole language. And I was like, first time I was studying that in the corporate world, I was like, why aren't we studying astrology? If I could see your chart and I know where your Virgo is, you know, (laughs) and I literally, I did the charts of of my team and every one of us had really strong analytical placements that lent to the work that we did. And it was really helpful for a few of the managers to understand, oh, I'm totally approaching that person wrong. Don't approach a cancer and ask them deep feeling questions. They would really hate you for that. (laughs) You know, certain people need to be approached a certain way. And it has a lot to do with your astrology. And once you start to unravel that, it's like a decoder. It's like, whoa! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I bet you. Th- and now, once now that we've studied even more, we see something and we're like, I wonder if that person's placement is. You know, <laughs> I know that's very dangerous armchair psych armchair astrology, but it really does um, provide so much insight into yourself. Really, that's what it's about. More than looking at other people, is really about. For me, it felt like I could stop trying to rub out that freckle. (laughs) You know, it's like that spot belongs there. Oh, okay. Nice freckle. (laughs) And once, uh, and I could make peace with myself because there were things that I, I thought I was supposed to change about myself. I was supposed to be more XYZ. And once I learned more about what my actual makeup was, it was like, don't change that. That's who you are. (laughs) So I agree with you about trauma can really
0: help you unravel some stuff. You can realize that certain parts of you are blocked because of some sort of trauma. Um, You know, there were parts of me that so I have my, by the way, a lot of non-binary people, not all, but some have their Uranus on the ascendant. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, So if you're non-binary and you just are curious, Curious. um, you can go look at your ascendant. And I have noticed that Uranus. Someone, uh, uh, Nadia Shaw, um, pointed it out. She's an astrologer in one of her classes that I took. Um, I am a member of her superstar site, and there's um, there's like this uh, Uranus on she pointed it out and then the more non-binary people that i had their chart i was like oh look at that your uranus is only two degrees from your ascendant (laughs) and your ascendant is over on the left hand side of your chart that's how you can tell um that's today's chart of the moment so this is the chart of the moment but every chart has it you can see it says asc and it's on the one side of your chart so if you take a look at your chart nine nine o'clock see if it's there That'd be very interesting. There are some other placements as well um, that also bring it through that I've also seen in gender fluid people, but I don't have enough evidence to support that there's a certain placement. But in most cases, when a person tells me they're queer and asks me if I see it in their chart, I say, usually I can find things that point to that because Aquarius is very out of the box and out of what society is doing and sort of new age thinking. So some people have a strong aquarium placement, but Uranus is revolutionary. It's like, it's gonna revolutionize the way things are done. It's gonna usually, if your Uranus is on your ascendant, it's gonna make you a little bit ahead of others. Like you're gonna think a little bit more forward. And so then as a result, you can be seen as a little bit weird. Um, so just letting you know, Uranus um,
1: has the tendency to explode things. They call it sometimes nuclear, right? But it, so it can have instantaneous change, uh, in someone's life, you know?
0: Yeah. So knowing that taught me to not dislike or to put down my self for being weird. (laughs) <laughs> because I didn't like being weird, I was oh. so unlike other people, and I think a lot of non-binary and trans people can identify with that. Mm-hmm. Um, because we feel kind of out of like, what's wrong with us, right? Like we kind of have that reaction. Mm. What, why is it? Why am I so different? And then when you look at your astrology chart and you realize that the universe put you together that way. That the universe is asking you to step forward in that. And because I was severely bullied in school, I had to overcome the trauma of being bullying so I could step up and do things like I'm doing right now on Rainbow Soul. Yes, this is different than everyone else's thing. Yes, this is unusual or a little out of the box. And that's what I'm supposed to be doing. So then it was easier for me to embrace that. And embrace what I was supposed to be doing.
1: Absolutely. Because those are the jewels in the world, right? Yeah. That's where the good stuff is. Those are the people that we need more than ever because, you know, each one is unique. Each one, I constantly say to folks, you have no idea how powerful you are. You have no idea how your one kind gesture can ripple out into the world. And the same is true for the the one oops, I was having a bad day, rude, mean moment. And when we start to sort of take it in in its entirety, as above, so below, right? Woo, little personal
0: responsibility goes a long way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also um I wanna address Eve. Oh, good. They wrote back. So they said, oops, they said, I created I create designs and art both here in creating but found on the online apps like dazzle i gravitate back almost exactly to the day each year to the same creative apps wow i saw the other day it was like 2015 <laughs> 16 18 wow and you know what's probably happening there eve is pisces is very creative mm. so so um especially if it's been recently and it, it does align with the sun moving into Pisces, it probably illuminates your creative side. You're probably always creative, but maybe more creative during that time. In fact, I know you're always creative. <laughs> um, <so>. That's true. <laughs> um, and so I think, I think that when we start to really understand ourselves through astrology, mm-hmm. we can really embrace who we are. And especially when you're faced with, somebody telling you you're not something. Okay. Mm. So a lot of trans people experience that. I definitely experience, have experienced that where people are like, you know, you're certainly this right. And I'm like, no, I, no, I'm this. Mm. And I have to keep coming back to like the non-binary thing. Mm. Um, I'm actually both, whether you believe it or not. Right. And so, um, and so I have to like be out like that. And what I noticed is the more, I embraced that as, well, that's the way the universe made me. It's like saying, well, that's the way God made me. That's who I am. Love me, or get away, right? Poof. And, um, <laughs> and the more I got, the poof became easier for me. It's like you either accept me as I am or we're not doing this. And um, that really, and it was because of astrology. Well it really is.
1: Astrology I like to say shows us the way where you can put everybody in their right orbit. So some people we like to keep close and other people well you can take the Pluto track. <laughs> that was my solution when I was a child. I think I was all of about 8 years old. My dad comes I'm the youngest of seven. My dad comes home from work and he asks me how school was and I tell him and and my dad worked in aerospace and I had just learned the planets. And then uh, he knew my brother had upset me. And so he said, well, what should I do with him? And with all the earnestness of an eight-year-old, I said, you should send him to Pluto. It's the <laughs> farthest thing. <laughs> and my dad, you could tell when an eight-year-old says something, and my dad was, he didn't even try to not pretend to be laughing. He just started chuckling. okay, Pluto, and for the rest of my life and his life, <laughs> shall mm-hmm. I send him to Pluto?
0: <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> i always thought it was a great idea <laughs> yeah, it probably still is all right and so you know um everybody has their orbit yeah everybody has their orbit and that's what's really important i yeah. think that's what's super important is also just knowing that some people just need to be further away from you and you need to bring people close to you yes that support you that are, um, that, that can, you know, accept your, uh, pronouns, whatever they are, or whatever transitions or whatever identity that you may have. Um, they need to accept that and accept whatever you say, even if it changes tomorrow.
1: I was thinking about this relative to Orion, because I was thinking about how certain people make you feel. And Orion is one of those people that no matter ever, I've known him for, um, 20 something years. And, we always manage to have amazing conversations. I always walk away feeling great and inspired. And that's the, those are the people you want to gather close, right? How do people make you feel? And frankly, if people are making you feel less than or toxic or question your reality as you know it, you know what you need to do.
0: I think it's called... <laughs> exactly just poof them um and everything can get better quickly it's, it's like magic um for those and, of you who
1: don't know what we're talking about our our friend lacrosse ortiz the co-host of this show has helped us come up with the proper way to take care of people who don't belong in your inner circle and that is to poof
0: yeah so you just poof and they're gone and that's the end of that and we're all happier. As a result, yeah. so <laughs> send them the Pluto, Sandy said. <laughs> send them the Pluto. <laughs> um, Eve oh, said. To Pluto. Eve suggested um, that Pluto is a queer planet. Oh, how fascinating! And that's interesting. I've actually read that before, and I would agree with you. I because I, that I first of all hmm. think that the planets. It's really hard to gender planets, but if you're going to gender Venus as a she and and Mars as, as a she. he, mm-hmm. then you have to say that some planets are outside of the binary. Um, and that would be Mercury for sure. And for sure, Pluto, um, I would Agreed. say. I totally agree. And there are times that I feel Chiron is um, both or um or switches mm-hmm. um and i think that honoring planets that feel queer to you is super important going forward um and i'm actually um considering with bright doing some more like astrology forecast type things and i've always said that if i do it you have you have to use those gender neutral pronouns um because like mercury mercury is an important planet it goes um it goes they go backwards like twice a year I think oh, it no. is three no, more, times a
1: year more, more than that maybe I...
0: two three times a year and yeah. when that happens, things happen in our lives. It's not always a bad thing just so you know. you can review it can be a time of review. it can be a time of bringing things up. And if you have a planet that's retrograde in your chart, what I that you be. what that usually means is you come into it with A. So in other words, you grow into the highest strength of that planet. So let's just say your Saturn's in retrograde. I just looked at somebody's chart who their Saturn was in retrograde and it was in, I'm pretty sure it was in like the the second house, but it was retrograde. And I was like, you're going to grow into this. Um, Oh no, it was in their, um, it was actually in their sixth house, which means that they're a leader And it was in Aries. So they're going to grow into their leadership. Okay. They're going to grow into their leadership role, especially in Aries, because Aries is a natural leader. So, um, and I just want to say that no matter bad stuff that you've heard about, like certain signs, like Scorpios are mean or Leos are arrogant or Virgos are anal. I'm a Virgo, I'm not anal. Um, so first of all, most of the crap isn't even true, but there is a light side and a dark side. I would to say to everything, to almost every sign, to yeah. almost every planet. There's good parts and not so maybe not so great parts, and maybe it depends on how it's aspected, right? What house
1: it's in, what it's aspected and has
0: in it, right? And and aspects is just the degrees it is away from other planets. That's what it's based on. It's based on how many degrees it is away so how many degrees the moon is the moon could square your saturn which would mean you would have an emotional experience about foundations and it would be squaring it which would be um i'm pretty sure it's 160 degrees 180 180 degrees sorry so
1: 180 degrees yeah (laughs) anyway that you know you can get in very very deep on this you can one of the things that i I feel like it's another key is knowing where you're, what's you're in your eighth house. Cause eighth house is shadow. It's, it's sex, it's mystery, it's death. It's um, <clears throat> dealing, you know, with the things of uh, when you get stuck, when you get caught up, you know, triggered, how do you handle it? What do you do? And when you look at that eighth house and the sign that rules that, it starts to help you unravel how you do you. Like for me, it helped me realize oh, that's where I get stuck. This is where I forget to let go and, you know, get a bigger perspective. And, you know, things like that can really, really help your personal growth. Like you're on, st- like a, st- nobody's business you Mm -hmm, know mm -hmm. it's incredible Mm
0: -hmm. yeah if you work on the eighth house and even on like your own jupiter your own pluto where is your where's pluto for you and that's usually generational
1: oh jupiter we should talk about jupiter hollis yeah this is the big week for jupiter Mm -hmm. the nadia shah just posted how this is one of the luckiest weeks of the year because uh, the sun is meeting Jupiter. And of course that happens once a year and Jupiter is good fortune, expansion, good times, um, you know, good for, I think I said good fortune. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, and so, you know, that, that, that uh, meeting this week is, is very, very good fortune just Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so some good things start happening to you you can honor jupiter for that you can say thanks jupiter thanks for that (laughs) right and um and i like what eve said about pluto oh cool i think pluto is a queer planet because it gets overlooked minimized and even denied its full planetoid just as a society treats queer people man man that's so right on eve i so appreciate that Um and I'm I'm I might repeat it sometime I'll try to give you credit and the thing very yeah the thing is is that that um Pluto is and it's kind of out there and it's kind of like um neither oh Mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of like the energy of neither like I believe in masculine and feminine yes but I also believe in both and neither um of the expressions of divine divinity.
1: And I want to say very strongly uh, how I think about it lately cuz I get weirded out with gendering gods and goddesses uh at in the same token when we are talking about divine energies I think of them as the infinite. And when I think about the infinite The infinite is the infinite. It is beyond gender. And I kind of think that's, I'd rather stay focused on that, frankly. And so I get a little frustrated with the gendering of giant bodies in the universe when I think it's all about the infinite and we're beyond gender and our human language fails us over and over and over. Mm Mm-hmm
0: yeah and it's unfortunate, not everybody's aware of it, but I am aware of it. And I would say that um either I think you either have to represent all different gender expressions of of you know both and neither and masculine and feminine, and even people that cross over, even the crossover types, which Chiron kind of makes me think of that, I guess because they're a wounded healer. And the wound, there are a lot of wounded healers in the LGBTQIA culture, and in particular, the changeover, um, that that is a particular type of wounded healer, the transgender person or um, even a gay person that comes out, um, that experience in itself is a wounded healer because most of us that are out of the closet we usually represent something even if we don't do it consciously or verbally other other queers in the closet see us and therefore by us being us we inspire people to come out of the closet that's what brings people out of the closet is because other people are brave enough to do it maybe i could do it too yeah and that's what happens.
1: Being the safe space.
0: Yeah. And so that's why Chiron always makes me think of the LGBTQIA community because all of us are wounded healers. Absolutely. We all, every single LGBTQIA person in or out of the closet, eventually they're probably going to come out. And it's about the wounded healer. And and being queer is kind of a little bit of a wound, mostly just because of our the way our culture sees it. Well, my teacher
1: used to always say out of the darkest places come the brightest lights. Those who have had to walk some through some stuff are usually the leaders who help the next ones come through. I know the way. Come on, grab my hand. And when we look at it that way, it's not personal. It's 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 a it's a much bigger experience. And I choose to try to look at it in a larger container, in a larger way, where um, all of us are in the crucible of life, right? All of us have to get through this experience and we wanna do it in a good way. And I think there's some universal truths in that. Maybe I'm naive, but I I think that we all wanna do our lives in a good way you know i and-
0: assume i don't know um it does seem that most of us want to but some people i think sometimes trauma can make you see the world in a more negative fashion i will say that in my own experience sure. in my 20s i was not a happy person i was actually pretty negative um and i would sometimes um look down on the world mm. and not I, I wasn't always my best self but it wasn't conscious it was because I was suffering from trauma. So sometimes when people are suffering from trauma, they bring out their worst self. In fact, that's what creates narcissists, sociopaths, and other what we would consider perpetrators, right? Is trauma. And, um, you know, that that expression Mm. is what, and then of course that passes on the trauma. That's why they say, you have to deal with your own trauma so you don't pass it on to other people. Absolutely. And I just think that, you know, that when we see people in the world that aren't really great, we should consider what's happened to them before this point, um, before the behavior that you're seeing, what's happened leading up to that. Um, and, you know, I believe the collective right now is healing, um, is healing a sort of trauma, we're we're, scientists are scientists have major stuff about trauma and how to heal it and how to work through it and how to change it how to change your experience your triggers and things like that they have science that proves how to treat that Mm. although in the united states we're not treating it that way yet but hopefully we will um but in some other countries like in germany for instance it's not it's it's not that odd to go to a yoga class to deal with your trauma Wow. Okay. That's cool. For instance. Yeah. And mm. so um and you know, Chiron is in Aries right now and has been there for a while. Right. Um, and um I feel like Chiron moves around in areas and tends to come across wounds and stays there and heals it. And Aries is about leadership. So if you take a look at Chiron right now. Um, It's been in Aries for a while and I believe that it's healing leadership um, in all of its forms, including the leaders that think that they need to oppress LGBTQIA people Mm. or, um, and unfortunately, uh, what's his name didn't get the message. So, um, <laughs> you know, but the people in New Zealand did, right. You know, they have a great leader. And so like, you know, y- you be aware that these are things are happening on the world plane on the world right now. And we're watching it happen. And I believe in the evolution of the
1: human race. Absolutely hope for it. Yeah. If you want to have any hope at all, you got to have a hope in evolution that we can change, that we will change, that we will make the Necessary changes for the planet so that life on this planet is sustainable.
0: Because we have sure done a crack job of fucking it up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sure have. now i have to make sure i hit the explicit checkbox
1: <laughs> sorry there's just no other okay. way to say certain okay, things sir, i'm just joking you I'm know just joking. the days i get depressed are the days where i'm a, when i'm i'm ashamed to be a human when we have that de- when when there is a reckoning of what we have done to the planet to each other those are the days that are you just like oh so you try to come back to love you try to come back to praying for peace and and for uh the greatest good of all for humanity and um i really believe in programs like this that look at you you've touched an international audience in a way that you guys could never have predicted i mean listeners from transylvania and russia and all around the world i just i think it's amazing and uh, it gives me hope this program gives me hope there's so many cool people who show up y'all give me hope and that's what we do for each other yeah you know Nelson Mandela you know he one of the things that he said and I I don't know if we I don't think we have we have a couple minutes okay yeah mm-hmm. so I was
0: I'm not Go gonna ahead. do Ubuntu no, no okay um, but you it, could we... do Ubuntu
1: <laughs> <laughs> um It's what you were saying earlier, you know, when one of us shows strength and, and stands up and shines our light, you give permission to somebody else to shine their light. And that's really valuable. It's very important. And you just never know who you're touching in those moments. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: So we ready to do the, the reading? Sure. Okay. Um. So this is the love is love deck. This is a pride deck. And Each one of these cards is done by a different LGBTQIA artist, which I think is fabulous. And whatever I say tonight, please take what you like and leave the rest. I am using a couple of stones from Crystal (laughs) Underground, our awesome LGBTQIA um, friends. They were on the show a couple Couple weeks weeks ago. ago. And so just letting you know, I got these cool stones. This is called a prophecy stone. You guys want to take a look at this? only I'm only showing you cuz you guys probably care. Um this is this is a uh, it's kind of a weird knobby looking thing. It kind of you when you first pick it up you're like is it plastic? But then you look <laughs> at it close you're like no, it's not. So and I have a quartz with it to magnify the psychic pro- prophecy energy um and that's what this is all about. So um I use it just to clean the cards and to also amplify that energy um so
1: i feel like i want to do a drum roll for you
0: (laughs) you can (laughs) thank you (laughs) we're having a great time over here okay as long as we're having a great time you guys are going to have a great time (laughs) so um this is the first card now this card is really special This is the lover's card. Mm. And the lover's card is super special because it's not just about loving each other. It's about celebrating love. That's what this card is all about. And it's in reference to our past. In the past, we have celebrated love. We've had pride. We've had marches. We've had all kinds of things that show love, right? And like, even if you did a priest, a peace march, Those things are are love-based, okay? They're based on love. They're based on loving the world and loving us all as we are. So that's what this is all about. It's true love, deep love, where you love someone just the way they are. You love people for being them, okay? And that's what this is all about. And the next card is messages. The universe is telling us to make sure that we listen to the messages coming through right now. Pay attention to what's being, you know, you might want to check in with the news in your area. You might want to check in with any kind of, um, especially protests and things like that. This could also be that you get the message that you have to go to such and such or, or do a group prayer for the Ukraine or whatever it is. Listen to the messages, pay attention to what calls you and answer it. That's what this is all about. This is about listening to the messages mm. and seeing what comes to you and make sure you pay attention. And the final <laughs> is kind of an unusual card. It's kind of very Uranian. Um, it's very unusual. Whatever's about to step forward into our future is going to be an unusual manifestation of magic. Like bearded... <laughs> Mountain goat? Do you think that's? I, I don't know. Is it a bearded mountain goat? That uh, looks like it. So that's pretty unusual, right? With this amulet <laughs> around their neck and a cool little uh, cup and the sword and the whole nine yards and a very cool beard and beautiful roses in their hair. At the same time, you can look, take a look at this card and realize that this is all about unusual manifestations. Uh. So the universe is giving us, I don't want to say a warning, but it does kind of feel that way. It feels like a heads up, something weird's about to happen. So
1: as I like to say in my book, I am willing to be delightfully surprised. It could be a good good thing to, if you know, it's going to get weird, make it a delightful surprise.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right? Exactly. Exactly. So that's what this is all about. It's just about that there's going to be something weird that happens. It doesn't have to be bad. It could be good. Um, And it might be different for all of us. And we could all share a few things that happen. Like we all can share that the Ukraine was attacked, right? But we're not all going to have um, good luck in our job. It could be good luck in something else with friendship or with networks or with our health or um, something like that. Or you could become awakened and aware of something you weren't aware of before. And those are the kinds of things that's going to happen. So it's going to be unusual. Something's going to come up. So in the past, it's it wants you to honor. Spirit wants you to honor love and honor where love comes from and how we celebrate love, including like marriage and gatherings and things like that. And the right now is listen to the messages that are coming your way. Make sure you listen to the news, even though you don't want to. I totally get it. I hate the news. But you can totally listen to the news. uh, And just make sure you got the facts right. And make sure you listen for any gatherings or things that you might need to do. Okay? Um, You personally, in your personal life and in the bigger aspect of the world. So, yeah, you might be called to a protest or something. Or you could be called to a prayer. um, And then you go to that prayer. And when you get there um you know you're praying for the ukraine and you meet somebody that inspires you to change um something that you needed to change anyway so something like that could happen okay so that's kind of like what this is all about this is about manifesting something unusual manifesting something weird for some reason my dog charlie wants to say hello <laughs> hi charlie yeah okay <laughs> so he just wanted to say hello we had to let him say hello so and he's looking at me like he probably wants to go outside. <laughs> um, <laughs> so past, present, future, lovers, messenger, and um, and the magician. I am going to point out that these all three cards are major arcana. Um, and they um, six, five, and number one. So the messenger, the magician is the first card and uh, is, is number one, as you can see. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's definitely big for everybody. Major Arcana usually means big. It means it's going to be bigger than what you expected. Okay. So just hold on this week. Don't worry, my friends, we got you. We have each other. We can support each other and love each other just the way we are. And I appreciate all of you. Thanks for watching Rainbow Soul Thank you, Bright Hawk. My pleasure for coming to talk you with me today. Yeah, and I'm sorry we didn't have Orion on the show tonight, but something he is to look forward sick. to. He is sick, and I will. At, we will be rescheduling. Um, we just I want to give him some time to recover, and then we'll pick yeah, we'll a date. Big love okay? to our friends. All right, and so send some love, light a candle for Orion. Hopefully, he'll feel better, and send some prayers. So. Good night. Did you wanna did you wanna offer one a goodbye song for us? Uh, Maybe thank you. Hey, there you go. Sure. And I'll say that one of the best ways to help yourself feel better about anything is to find things you can be grateful for. Charlie, could you not?
1: <laughs> While I have the instrument on my lap, it's a little much. <laughs> Well, I was told a while back that the secret to happiness, secret to happiness, it's not about your bank account or what car you drive. The secret to happiness, my friends, is gratitude. So each day I try to do a practice of gratitude and I highly recommend it. And it's been wonderful to be here at Rainbow Soul, to be here with all of you. And well, there's just one last thing, one last thing to say. Please hear me say thank you. Thank you for being you. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for what you've been through, thank you. Soul family, keep shining your light and being the fabulous you that you are.
0: you beautiful (laughs) and thank all of you and good night good night
1: thank you for watching rainbow soul a queer perspective on spirituality beyond religion we appreciate you sharing the show on your timeline follow us on social media of your choice and join our facebook group rainbow soul we want to hear from you Share your topic ideas for Hollis and LaCrosse. Explore upcoming shows and interesting guests. The Rainbow Soul Facebook group, where we build community of questioning seekers. Rainbow Soul, where spirituality is our medicine.
0: Divine Androgen, A Sacred Path for Gender-Variant People. A book dedicated to every drag performer, transgender person, and other gender-variant people that have passed to the other side, that have suffered the wrath of our binary world. Thank you for living your truth and treading us a path. We are sorry that in many cases that cost you your life, Now we ask for your assistance in helping humans evolve so that we may all live in peace and equality. We honor your life by walking our own personal path of authenticity. Get this amazing book all about living as a non-binary person, a gender variant person in a binary world. How to navigate it How to Harvest Your True Self When You're Surrounded by Binary. It's a guidebook for people searching for their true selves. The book is intended for people that are gender variant and can be helpful for people searching for a more authentic self or clearing trauma. This book is about treading your own path. It includes my story in the beginning, all about how I figured out how I express gender, and now how it comes out for me, how I discovered it, and how I dealt in the world as a response to that. And it also details out the ways that I unfolded myself in a way that helped me live in a binary world, even though I was non-binary. There are steps in here to help you define your own path, Hollis uses the word divine androgen. It's like a label to define someone that defines their own authentic path, regardless of their gender expression, in a way to say that it is sacred to be non-binary, to be transgender, to be queer. It is sacred, not religious. No, no. We're talking about more of a spiritual, conscious awareness of ourselves and our path on authenticity. This book is about defining your path of authenticity as authentic and unique as that is for you. You can also order the book at divineandrogen.com